Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 2444. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey there, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. Now, once a month, usually on the first Q&A episode of the month, I like to share a little bit about my background and my credentials. I only do this so you can better understand where my perspectives come from. And given this is the first Q&A of the month, it's time I share this with you. Now, while I've always been obsessed with Batman, I wasn't always interested in nutrition, exercise, health, and wellness. Basically, all the stuff I talk about on this podcast, I really wasn't interested in until later in life. Being diagnosed with a chronic disease at the age of 19 definitely changed my life's purpose. It was then I decided to focus my attention on helping others so that No one else had to experience a chronic disease diagnosis like I did. But in order to do that, I wanted to be sure I had some credibility. This isn't meant to be a humble brag, but instead gain your trust. I received both my master's and doctoral degrees in public health. And to make sure I covered all of my bases, I also became a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. I've been teaching in higher education for over 15 years now, and I'm currently faculty within the California State University system. I have published peer-reviewed studies. I've presented at national and international conferences. I've been interviewed by over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on basically all these things I discuss on this podcast. So all of this to say that when I provide my commentary after each episode and answer the questions you send in, I hope you feel as though it's coming from a place of truth. My only intention is to help you feel your best. All right, let's finally hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Manny writes, Hello, Dr. Neil. I'm a huge fan of the Optimal Health Daily Podcast. Thank you for all that you do to keep us informed. I have a question regarding high-intensity interval training and boot camp-style workouts. Can you share with us any data on whether or not these types of workouts are beneficial for muscle building or weight loss? I've heard mixed things about these styles of workouts. There are some that simply love high-intensity interval training-style workouts because they're efficient and effective for muscle building and weight loss. Then there are others that claim high-intensity interval training-style workouts are not good for your body since they can lead to inflammation 
and an overproduction of cortisol, negating the benefits and preventing muscle building or weight loss. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words, Manny, and for being a regular listener of the show, and thank you for taking the time to send in your question. Now, I'll start at the beginning and talk about what high-intensity interval training means, then I'll move on to answering your specific questions. So first, what is high-intensity interval training, which is often abbreviated HIT, H-I-I-T? Well, let's first think more about traditional cardiovascular exercises. Think walking, cycling, rowing, running, swimming, and so on. Usually, these exercises are performed rhythmically and at the same intensity during the workout. For example, many of us will walk or run at the same pace for the entire workout. Like, we might set the treadmill to three and a half miles per hour and keep that speed for 30 minutes, and then we're done. High-intensity interval training, or HIT, involves repeated bouts of high-intensity exercise with some lighter intensity or some rest periods thrown in between. An example of high-intensity interval training would be walking for five minutes at three and a half miles per hour. Then, once those five minutes are up, run for one minute, since running is a higher-intensity activity. After that one minute of running, you go back to walking. Maybe you walk for another five minutes and then run for another minute. Then you repeat that cycle as many times as you want. High-intensity interval training can also be used with resistance training, not just with cardio. For example, you could perform 10 push-ups, rest for one minute, then perform 10 more, rest for another minute, and perform 10 squats. Rest for a minute, you get the idea. And we can get really fancy and mix and match cardiovascular exercise with resistance training and incorporate high-intensity interval training. So you could perform 10 push-ups, rest, then run for one minute, rest, then perform another 10 push-ups, rest, then run for another minute, and so on. Now, is high-intensity interval training safe? The American College of Sports Medicine, considered by many to be the authority in all things exercise, does not consider high-intensity interval training safe for those they consider high-risk. Those would include individuals with pre-existing conditions like cardiovascular disease or diabetes. Those that would also be identified as high risk would include those that experience cardiovascular-related symptoms when they exercise. So like they're exercising and they experience chest pain or pain in the muscles in their limbs that then goes away once they stop exercising. These would be risk factors for some type of blood vessel or heart trouble. For the longest time, researchers were afraid to push anyone with a history of chronic disease to perform high-intensity interval training for fear of them having a cardiovascular event like a heart attack during exercise. But now, researchers have been studying these high-risk groups and are discovering that high-intensity interval training may be safe for most people, even those living with cardiovascular disease or diabetes. That does not mean, though, that you should automatically jump in. Before jumping right in, pun intended, and starting a high-intensity interval training program yourself, it is always a good idea to double-check with your doctor to be sure it's safe for you. Now, let's get back to your specific questions, Manny. 
What about high-intensity interval training and hormones like cortisol? Cortisol is a stress hormone. And in fact, a meta-analysis found that both testosterone and cortisol do increase immediately after a single high-intensity interval training session. But within 24 hours after that exercise, both testosterone and cortisol return to normal levels. So it doesn't seem like that increase in cortisol is really gonna have any physiological effect. Now, what about high-intensity interval training and muscle gain? A different meta-analysis tried to answer this very question. The authors of this study found that high-intensity interval training does in fact help with building muscle. But let's say someone's goal is to build muscle as quickly and efficiently as possible. Then, according to other studies, performing more traditional resistance training without incorporating high-intensity interval training would be better. So what do I mean when I say traditional resistance training? Let me first start with the example I gave before. I said that a high-intensity interval resistance training program might look something like this. Perform 10 push-ups, rest for a minute, then perform 10 more, rest for another minute, then you could perform 10 squats, rest for a minute, and then continue this pattern. A resistance training workout that doesn't involve high-intensity interval training would look more like this, and this would be considered more traditional resistance training. Perform 10 push-ups, rest for two to three minutes. Then, perform another round of 10 push-ups or move on to squats. Rest for two to three minutes. Note that the rest period is longer. By having a longer rest period, you're gonna lower the heart rate in between sets and allow the muscles to recover. In turn, this will increase the amount of power your muscles have with each round, which will then help build muscle more quickly. Now, what about high-intensity interval training and weight loss? Again, you're in luck, Manny, because other scientists wanted to answer this very same question too. Authors of yet another meta-analysis looked at whether those that performed high-intensity interval training lost more body fat and more body weight when compared to those that performed lower-intensity cardiovascular activity. After comparing the results of 149 studies performed over 12 years, the authors found that both groups, the high-intensity interval training group and the lower-intensity cardio group, lost about the same amount of body fat and body weight. The researchers said that the most important thing was consistency. So those that were able to stick to their prescribed workouts were most successful with body weight loss, and fat loss. So finding exercises that you enjoy seems to be most important. Now, are there any risks to high-intensity interval training? I did mention some before, but just to say again, this type of intense activity is not meant for everyone. It is best to talk to your doctor first. In fact, for those with overweight or obesity, starting out with a high-intensity workout program is not recommended. This is according to the American College of Sports Medicine. Instead, starting out with short bouts at a lower intensity and doing that most days of the week is recommended. There were also some concerns that performing high-intensity interval training can make your immune system weaker. The immune system is mainly responsible for keeping us healthy, right? Some early studies found that high-intensity interval training can reduce the strength of the immune system. 
These studies are correct. This does happen. But this decrease in the strength of the immune system is temporary. Other more recent studies have found that the immune system bounces back pretty quickly. And in fact, performing high-intensity interval training regularly can make the immune system stronger over time. All right, so what's the bottom line? Where does this leave us? Basically, high-intensity interval training can help build muscle and help with weight loss. But the most important thing is staying consistent. You have to stay consistent with your activity, whether it's high-intensity or not. Also, high-intensity interval training does not seem to lead to more cortisol production over time. Instead, it may make the immune system stronger over time. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you again so much for the question, Manny. Now, if you want to submit a question and have it answered right here on the show, you can email a question to health at oldpodcast.com. You can also call in your question. The number is 161-I-LOVE-OHD. That's 1-614-568-3643. Or you can submit your audio question at oldpodcast.com dot com slash ask. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through. And I'll see you back here tomorrow and over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.